there! Welcome to the Universal Blueprint, a podcast series on the UN's 17 Sustainable Development Goals. The UN created these goals to be a blueprint to achieve a better and more sustainable future for all. Every episode, we'll delve into one goal and bring an expert in to share their perspective. Together, we'll learn how to make these goals into realities. This podcast is brought to you by the United Nations Association Chapter at Northeastern University and is produced by Mihiro Shimano and Elizabeth Yeager. Welcome to the podcast of the Universal Blueprint. My name is Mihiro Shimano, and I am the host of today's episode, SDG 16, which is on peace, justice, and strong institutions. In SDG 16, the UN aims to reduce the violence, exploitation, corruption, and discrimination of all persons by 2030. To achieve this, Goal 16 declares we will need international cooperation, non-discriminatory laws and policies, strong national institutions, an informed and protected public, legal identity for all, and the increased participation of developing countries in global governance. So far, our advances in these efforts have been uneven and currently millions of people are being deprived of their security, rights, and opportunities. Here are some statistics as of 2019. 125 countries are giving individuals the right to access information held by public authorities, but 40 of those countries do not have the right to appeal to an independent administrative body. Furthermore, the detection of human trafficking victim has increased either because of enhanced efforts of authorities or a larger trafficking problem. And at our current rate of building, by 2030, only 54% of countries will have human rights institutions in accordance with the Paris Principles. In order to achieve SDG 16, these efforts need to be revamped. To help us learn more about revamping these efforts in relation to artificial intelligence and technology, we'll be talking today with Professor Denise Garcia, who is an associate professor at the Department of Political Science and the International Affairs Program at Northeastern University in Boston. She's a Nobel Peace Institute fellow, and her research involves international law, the questions of lethal robotics, AI, global governance of security, and the formation of new international norms and their impact on peace and security. Welcome to the podcast, Professor Garcia. Thank you so much for being here. Could you tell us a little bit about your work and your views on SDG 16? The SDGs, the United Nations Sustainable Development Goals that were achieved in 2015 after years of negotiations, are a major historic achievement for humanity. They are a politically binding framework, so they are different than than an international treaty, for example. However, they were agreed by consensus. Every single nation participated in their formation. They attempt to bridge sustainable development with other areas of political action at the highest level. The SDGs are different than what preceded them, the Millennium Development Goals. Uh, The SDGs are universal for all, for developed and developing countries, setting targets and objectives for all humankind. They remain a unifying platform that is really neutral of ideology, and is really a true force for collective multilateral action. Mm-hmm. They are data-driven with their targets and indicators. They are evidence-based, and they, are, they can be indeed powered by science in the advancements on artificial intelligence. SDG 16, the goal of our conversation today, underpins all the, others, uh, all the other um, SDGs, in my view. 
because without security and the rule of law and strong institutions at the global level, it is very hard to achieve the other objectives set by the other um, sustainable development goals. Mm -hmm. My research presupposes that achieving international peace and security, strong rule of law, comes as a result in part of controlling the means of violence. In other words, armaments, such as small arms and light weapons that do all the killing in conflict situations today in Syria and Yemen, in violence, in urban violence. It presupposes the elimination of nuclear weapons. We still have about 15,000 nuclear weapons in the world, posing a great peril to international security and for the achievement of SDG 16. And also, I assume that we should also contain a trend towards AI-powered weapons, mm -hmm. artificial intelligence weapons in the near future. One of the goals of SDG 16 is exactly that, to control and contain the tools of violence and ensure and safeguard that violence is tackled and eventually homicides do not occur. Mm -hmm. What is the importance of the SDG in general peace and security of the world? I know you kind of touched on that with the goal of the SDG about violence. Um, what are your opinions on that? SDG 16 establishes a very comprehensive platform. So if we follow each of the several indicators, we have a very good roadmap for achieving a more prosperous and peaceful world. Mm -hmm. When I was reading um, some articles, some people considered AI to be one of the most powerful accelerators for developing the 17 SDGs. Based on your research and AI and lethal AI, how do you see AI accelerating the goals of SDG 16 in a positive way? Mm -hmm. Well, I participated actually in the summits, in oh. the AI for Good summit. So yeah. I'm glad you are asking about that. I actually participated in um, the AI for Good summit in 2017. Um, I mean, I beg your pardon, in 2018 and 2019. Oh, okay. So very recently, I was in Geneva in April for the 2019 AI for Good Summit. The two inst instances where I was there, I was, f I was joined by um, Rebecca Lieper, who is a Northeastern alumna. Mm -hmm. She graduated in the class of 2019 as a computer science and computer engineering student with a minor in international mm -hmm. security. Um, and Rebecca Lieper is now a software engineer at Data Ductus, a firm here in Boston. So we were the Northeastern delegation for the summits. Um, and what we learned is that there is a lot of effort, a lot of projects that are happening around the world using AI for the common good. And the, the initiative by the United Nations is quite important. Um, the UN became the repository of data uh, and projects on AI for good. Um, right now, I see a trend that is worrying. Um, AI-enhanced techniques such as facial recognition is already being used for repression and control of populations. Um, additionally, many technologically advanced countries, as I argue in my current book manuscript that I'm just finalizing now, mm -hmm. are well advanced in their efforts to weaponize AI. I actually have an article just published about that on the AI race for armaments. Yeah. 
um, that I published with a PhD, my PhD student, Justin Hunter, here from Northeastern. Mm-hmm. So if we are on the march towards weaponizing AI, all this is counterproductive to achieving SDG 16. If AI is employed for the common good mm-hmm. of humanity and the achievement of peace and security at the global level, we would then have more hope to achieve SDG 16. So you were talking about how your research focuses more on lethal AI in the arms industry. What are some of the dangers do you think that the weaponization of AI poses to achieving SDG 16 and promoting peace and justice? I know you touched on that a little bit. Could you expand on that a little bit? So I have been writing, uh, I have been researching to write my current book uh, for the last four years. Um, And what I argue is if wars are easier to be initiated, if wars are easier to start because of autonomy in weapon systems, now more enhanced by AI, we are therefore in a very perilous, precarious road where the current rules under international law that determine when wars can be waged these rules will be undermined. A weakening, in my view, and an erosion of the current rules that promote peace and security, promote peaceful settlement of disputes among nations under international law, rules and norms, will make everyone worse off, even the United States and the other technologically powerful countries. Mm-hmm. The scientists, the AI scientists, the roboticists, the computer engineers, some, many of them gathered um, and warned in a few seminal and influential uh, few letters published and they were widely disseminated and they warned humanity, AI shall not be weaponized. That's their cautionary tale. You can find these important letters and manifestos by these scientists in the Future of Life Institute website. So in sum, everyone benefits from a strong rule of law that is laid out very clearly on the SDG 16 and the strengthening of the United Nations in general. Mm -hmm. You just talked about law and regulations. Um, At the UN, the way regulations and laws are made tend to be slow and often after a tragedy or accident occurs, unfortunately. In a video, Elon Musk talks about how the system of how regulations are created is not actually a viable enough time frame for AI, because by the time there is an accident, it's unfortunately too late to stop or prevent the development of AI in general. So how do we ensure that institutions understand the importance of creating regulation? And is it possible to reverse the negative effects and misuse of AI in the future? I am very appreciative and fond of the efforts of Elon Musk and uh, other people like him. These are very important, prominent leaders. We should listen to them. The United Nations has been meeting for the last five years, so since 2014, Mm -hmm. about the question of autonomous weapons in particular. So it's just one aspect of our discussion, but very little has been achieved, unfortunately. I have been present in many of these discussions at the United Nations in Geneva and also in New York. Mm -hmm. And it's disheartening to see that the few technologically powerful countries, including the United States, are just stalling the efforts and stalling the will 
to achieve uh, goals that are espoused and advanced by most countries in the world would like to have new international law to stop uh, the march towards fully autonomous weapon systems. Um, what I see is that we are running out of time. It's a very small window of opportunity that is now closing. The technological advancements are fast outpacing any effort to promote new rules under international law. Please see the efforts of the Stop Killer Robots campaign uh, in this regard. So again, the Stop Killer Robots campaign, very brave efforts, and also additionally see the work of the International Committee for Robot Arms Control. This is a group, a large epistemic community of scientists, social scientists, natural scientists, and I am the vice chair of this group along mm -hmm. with my uh, co-vice chair, uh, Professor Peter Azar and Professor Jurgen Altman. There are important efforts uh, to create rules and regulations on AI in general, but I see no systemic and comprehensive effort yet under the UN, and this worries me. I would recommend initially the creation of a permanent scientific panel on artificial intelligence in all its aspects, modeled after the Intergovernmental Panel on Climate Change, the IPCC, uh, the IPCC, again, the Intergovernmental Panel on Climate Change, was created in 1987. Uh, they won the Nobel Peace Prize, shared with uh, former Vice President Al Gore, for their efforts in steering the discussion on climate change, which is also a highly technical and complex discussion that also hinges on a lot on, on the advancements of science, just like AI. So that would be my recommendation. Um, thank you for that recommendation. What are some current events and developments in the UN and around the world that showcases we're moving towards achieving SDG 16 in more of a broader term? Well, um, to achieve SDG 16, we need progress in ending violence. Um, we need the promotion of the rule of law. We need strengthening institutions such as the United Nations, uh, regional institutions, such as the, the Western African Development Community, for instance, which is an incredible one. Um, we need increased access to justice. But all this, progress in ending violence, promoting the rule of law, strengthening institutions, all that is very uneven. And this um, lack of progress in, this, in these areas is really uh, depriving millions of people around the world of their rights, the fulfillment of their rights. It's depriving millions of people of the ability of living in peaceful societies. And it's really undermining the delivery of public goods, public services, um, and broader economic development. So sadly, and here I concur with um, the United Nations Secretary General Antonio Guterres in his latest report, um, sadly, the world is not on track towards the achievement of Sustainable Development Goal 16. This is the most complex goal, and much more comprehensive effort is needed, especially in these following tracks and areas, as I view. One is combating violence in all its forms, especially homicides, um, which are on the rise in many parts of the world, especially in our own hemisphere. 
Um, if you take the United States, the United States, amongst the developed countries, it's the country with the highest rates of homicides, and that is um, that is a tragedy. Yeah. The other track area would be tackling corruption. That is a cancer in most societies, um, and I don't see a comprehensive effort towards that as well, like a harmonized, comprehensive, unifying effort. And finally, creating strong institutions that promote the rule of law. So more needs to be done on all these areas. Yeah, like you said, um, SDG 16 is very complex and more on broader terms. But for our listeners today and students at Northeastern or in general, how can they contribute to making changes towards achieving SDG 16 at a smaller level? Well, students can greatly contribute. Mm -hmm they can greatly contribute. They can revert the current polarized and fragmented political landscape by voting educated and competent people to office. Um, go out and vote. That would be my message. People with real vision um, should be in office, not people with the myopic and uh, inward-looking visions. Um, people who are globally minded should be voted in office. Or students can run for office <laughs> as well <laughs> and should engage in meaningful public service, volunteering, um, helping with campaigning uh, for candidates who are globally minded. Students can understand that there is now a very worrying trend of the weakening commitment to multilateral cooperation by certain countries, starting by the United States. And students and the public in general can help revert this trend because the students now, students in my class now, you are the future and I know you're going to have a different vision than what we have now. But you can do that with authoritative research, with learned action, with hard data and the use of science for the common good of humanity. In my global governance class, on campus um, in the last two semesters. Um, I had extraordinary colleagues here at Northeastern University coming to my class and training my students on ArcGIS and mapping for us to be able to competently track the implementation of the Sustainable Development Goals. Uh, some of my students were brave enough to choose SDG 16, <laughs> which is the hardest one, uh, as you know. So I think we can all learn about digital tools, big data management, and technologies such as AI um, to understand how to utilize this data in a proper way and to understand how technology can implement the goals in a comprehensive and effective way. Thank you again for coming on to our podcast, Professor Garcia. We really appreciate you sharing your expertise and research with us. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you for tuning in to today's episode on SDG 16 on peace, justice, and strong institutions. And a special thank you to Professor Garcia for talking to us about the future of SDG 16 and AI in the development of these goals. We found her advice to be very helpful towards our audience, and we hope that you'll join us for our next episode, which will be out next month. See you next time.